I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is Movies, Movies Against, against time. time. Please! This is for talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's List! All Jackie Chan movies! Boogie Nights! And Big Mama's House! This is Movies Against Time, and this week was Bob's pick. Bob! Vampire's Kiss with Nicolas Cage. And I'm sorry. Where do you get <laughs> off, pal? <laughs> We're all just having a good time. I did not think I could lose with this pick. I thought no matter what, I was going to be happy. Yep. No, I was sadly disappointed. You, yeah. you picked the theme. We were just playing in your rules, Sylvia. You, you gave us yep. this. I picked it because I never saw it before. There's a reason. Yeah. That makes three of us that had And never also, seen it. I had read somewhere that Nicolas Cage had said that this was his favorite movie that he's ever done. Yeah, you know, I believe it. <laughs> so I thought about it and I was like, well, shit, how could it go wrong? So Vampire's <laughs> Kiss came out in 1989. It is a rated R comedy. That's <laughs> what it's listed as. Say that with an awkward tone. I, for, okay, whether or not this is a vampire movie at all is debatable, <laughs> but what's not debatable is this is not a comedy. It's, there are no jokes in this movie. It's somewhat about vampires. Right. But not exactly including them. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't laugh once during this movie. That's my biggest gripe with it, is yeah. that I don't believe this is a comedy. Black comedy, whatever you want to call it, it's not. Yeah, there's not a lot of funny moments. What's funny is, like, I tried to just write down a quick description of, of the movie off of, because the only way, place you can watch this right now is Pluto TV. Right. It's like the only place it's available. <laughs> yeah. On on Pluto, the description for the movie is teetering on the edge of sanity. Volatile literary agent Peter Lowe, played by Nicolas Cage, tries to find purpose in his life through a cutthroat work ethic and a hedonistic lifestyle. That's not a good description of this movie. Yeah, not quite. I think it fails. <laughs> My upright opinion is no one should watch this movie ever. <laughs> okay, well that's... Harsh. Nope. I what, don't care. What did you say it was? Hour and 40 minutes? Hour and 43, <clears throat> I believe, yeah. They said uh, that there was all kinds of scenes Nicolas Cage was in that were, was cut from the movie, and he wants to restore it to its original condition. He needs to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I got a feeling that would push it up to about two and a half hours. <laughs> this thing deserves to be about 27 minutes. <laughs> like About a Tales from the Crypt episode, I think, is what this gets to be. Kind of. I feel like it doesn't even need that. I don't hate it. I do. <laughs> because a little while back, Sylvia and I, we had never seen American Psycho, and we tried to watch it, and we ended up turning it off with like 40 minutes left. Just yeah. couldn't do it. After watching that and then now having to watch this for the show, I couldn't turn it off. I did. We did. We turned this off a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took a lot of breaks watching this one. But anyway, I realized that American Psycho just straight up copied this movie. Yeah. I was I read something else about that. Said there's trying to think how they phrased it. Uh just just basically that there was a lot of similarities, they said. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how there's a lot of similarities between Fast and the Furious and Point Break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that it's Nicolas Cage's fault. I don't think it's a good premise. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into it, but it, it is it is. It was a slog, and plus, because you can only watch it on Pluto TV, unless you happen to own it on DVD or VHS or something, you have to watch it with ads. Yeah. <laughs> so it bumps it up from uh, hour hour and forty to a little over two hours. Yeah, but <laughs> and Sylvia, so you had said the same thing. It it's almost like the ads are a welcomed relief from the it movie. Is. <laughs> it's like you're praying for them to start as soon as possible. Oh, I needed a break. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time the ad, what sucks though is you can't pause the ads. Yeah. So I had to watch the entirety of the ads just to pause it and go walk out of the room and <laughs> think about life. Yeah. <laughs> so this one stars Nicolas Cage alongside Maria Conchita Alonso right. playing Alva. She's 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 great in this. Yeah. I liked her acting. Jennifer Beals as the quote unquote vampiress. Yeah. Could not stand her acting. I didn't mind her. 
I didn't like her. She wasn't really in a whole lot of no. it. No. I feel like she was on this movie for about a day. I don't think she had a huge opportunity to prove her acting chops in this. This one started in a really bad place. Like, it started... It was written by a guy named Joseph Minion. He had gone on vacation with his girlfriend at the time. And I guess they were in a real bad relationship. And he was in a bad mood on vacation. And she had said... I, I missed her name. But... She basically told him to stay here in Barbados. I'm going to go back to New York. You just write a screenplay. Write a script. That's what you like to do. Whatever you write, I'll make sure it gets made. And I guess she was an executive. She was like a producer in Hollywood anyway. Yeah. Worst mistake of her life. So he stayed back and he wrote this movie. And she had said something later like, I had read it and realized like it's, it's about me. Like he hates me. <laughs> I'm ruining his life. So he wrote it in a dark place. Yeah. He was signed on to direct it. And then him and that woman, who was the producer, ended up breaking up. And he had just decided, after after a few tries of getting it started, it, it had gone through a few actors playing Peter Lowe and stuff. He finally just kind of wanted to cut ties with the movie. So the guy who wrote it in a depression and was started to direct it was just like, I don't ever want to be involved with this again. And that's a good sign for the start of your film. <laughs> that's a good sign for it to make to the trash can. I guess it was offered to Cage, and then he... Re- turned it down and then and then they offered it to Judd Nelson and then Cage went back and took it. <laughs> yeah, originally it was Randy <clears throat> Quaid they were trying to get, I think. Oh, really? And then I read something on IMDb that Sylvester Stallone was considered, but I feel like they just write that on every trivia thing <laughs> yeah. for any movie in the 80s. <laughs> but Cage had he had signed on and then but when the director, when Minion had had backed away from it, he felt like he was getting like tricked into something and then all his people were telling him not to do it. So that Joe, Judd Nelson had put in an offer, but he asked for a million dollars, and they immediately said no. Yeah. And then Cage was like, I, I took it as like a personal challenge. <laughs> I had to complete this movie. Oh, God. You sounded just like him. Don't ever do that again. Oh, it's going to happen a lot. Please don't. A, B, C. Cage had said he played the role he felt like it was a guy who was just so lonely that he literally drove himself insane from loneliness. Right. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I think there's something deeply disturbed no, about this there guy. There was already some insane there. <laughs> and there's there's everything online talking about how I guess he had said he he wanted to go against the modern acting style of like realistic I guess they call it, or method or realistic acting. Yeah. So he went with this like super surreal method to try out. Yeah. And that's how this became the movie that like Didn't. 90% of Nicolas Cage memes are based off of. Yep. Didn't quite work out. <laughs> it's hard not to look at it as just ridiculous overacting. Yeah. He he put on some kind of weird accent that he, yeah. he like. He said it was something to do with uh, the way his father used to talk. Yeah. He's like like a yeah. upper class dignified kind of It didn't sound like voice. that. It sound like surfer board English mix and it <laughs> I don't know. Every time he opened his mouth they just want him to shut it again. And I really do like him as an actor, so it made me very upset. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's his fault. <laughs> I think he look, it was an indie film. This isn't like a huge budget. This wasn't some kind of huge studio movie you don't need to have a huge budget if you act right <laughs> sorry so he just so i think he just took it as a chance to just go wild with it this is one of his early films yeah what was the one he did before this uh oh damn it. Moon, moonstruck moonstruck that's it <clears throat> he was being pressured to get into another movie quick because there was moderate success with that one <laughs> right i don't think any actor in the role of peter lowe makes this a good movie if it, if it wasn't Nicolas Cage, yeah. we wouldn't even be talking about it. Yeah, probably. It's just a bad movie. <laughs> it's not his fault, I don't think. I, I just don't see how this could be good. I don't believe they set out to make a comedy. I don't. Yeah, I think that's what they labeled it after. Like, I don't see anything. I, I can't think of anything that was like a ha-ha moment. No. <laughs> other than his acting, which yeah. all accounts of on set were like people hated it. Even yeah. the people working on the movie were like, why is he doing this? <laughs> It's horrible. Like, I don't mind the scenes with Alba. I don't mind the scenes. I like Jackie. I like the psychiatrist. Yes, I like the psychiatrist, too. I just don't like him. Every time he's on screen, I want him to get back off screen. (laughs) And he's the main actor, and there's a problem with that. 
There's a huge problem with that. I'm okay with everybody else being on screen but him. (laughs) It's because of that overacting thing, the way way he was doing it. It's a little bit that. It's a little bit also you you never at any point relate with the guy. You're not on his side. Yeah, no. He's crappy to everyone. Shitty to everybody around him. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of seems to be the theme with all the executives in this company. Because they were having that that meeting in the oh my god yeah the boardroom where they were just shitting all over Ella again, so laughing about how she she <laughs> wanted a raise because he treated her badly. It's horrible. <laughs> That's a little before its time, I think, because this is eighty eight. They filmed this, and yeah. they were pointing out some glaring issues in, yeah, in the yeah. business world, no doubt. <laughs> so it opens up on his therapy session, talking about like a one night stand he had had. And the therapist kind of touches on the, the next morning he wanted her out of the house. He wanted her gone. And she's like, but you wanted her so bad the night before. He goes, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then it cuts to him at a bar picking up somebody else. Well, he was obviously drunk the night before, too. So, yeah, I mean, something to do with it. <laughs> he's he's a shitty dude. He's <laughs> yeah. not a good guy. Yeah, this character's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> This is the worst job I could possibly give somebody. You're the lowest person on the totem pole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to anyone but you. Even if there was a secretary here that was here one day less than you, Alba, <laughs> I wouldn't have her do it. <laughs> he takes Jackie home from the bar. This is the only movie I could say I ever saw Cage in where I really did not like him. Like his his character. The person he was playing was just a dick. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, at no point is he charismatic. No. That scene where Jackie and him are leaving that bar the first night, they meet, and they're trying to hail a cab. I guess they had to, like, dub over that scene because the whole time... This is a non-union production. Oh, yeah. So all the union protesters and and crews were outside with bullhorns screaming over it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is all really shot in New York City, which is, you know, that's 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 refreshing. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) You just never shot wherever they place it. Right in the beginning of the movie, when we went home with that first girl, that's when he encountered the bat. Which is weird. It's already weird. Yeah. Because that's something that someone else is seeing. It's not just him seeing the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both tripped out about it. And what do you say? He got sexually aroused because of the bat? So fucking weird. So did you guys hear about the, the trouble with the bat? Yeah, he was arguing with the director about yeah. wanting a real bat in the movie. It was supposed to be, they were going to use a electronic like remote bat. Right. He's like, no, I want a real bat. He said it was a un- unnamed animatronics person that worked on Star Wars that made it. Oh, wow. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. No. I mean, it doesn't look like a real one, obviously. No, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he wanted a real bat so bad. He tried to send an intern out to Central Park to catch a yeah, real bat. <laughs> he sent his assistant out with a cooler to Central Park to try to catch a bat. Yeah. And when that didn't work, he started working out a deal to buy one in Mexico and have it shipped over. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, the director had to step in and be like, if this thing bites you, they do have rabies and you will die. Yeah, yeah. He finally <laughs> convinced them to go yeah. with the big one. <laughs> but I guess that's just how he was the entire time on the set. Was yeah. it, I want everything my way. He changed so much. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, seeing how it's so early in his career to just to know that he was trying to be so demanding. Yeah, I I think it has a lot to do with <laughs> Uncle Coppola. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that kid on the stairs when they first come back, it's so weird. They, yeah, they're going up the stairs to have like their little thing in the apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that kid looking at him through the stairway. Yep, he was I there feel- when she came out screaming about the bat too. Yeah, she's like half naked, <laughs> runs out, sitting there giggling. This little kid's looking at her, and she's just, like, smiling, joking with him. There's a bat. (laughs) Mom comes down, like, get back in the house. She's drunk. (laughs) I have a feeling that's, like, an every night thing that he tries to sneak out of the house and figure out what his next-door neighbor's doing. (laughs) That's what kids do. Nosy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I I can't just say I hate with every sentence I start, but (laughs) I also did not like... When Rachel's like biting him on the neck the first night, yeah. what is she wearing? Why are her boobs like that? Do vampires wear those? I don't know. Why is it so visible? <laughs> She's got like this huge pasty. Yeah. I have a feeling they couldn't show her real boobs, so they were trying to make it look like Well, they did, real. though. Who knows? When she was laying on her back, you saw them. I well, mean, you see Jackie's boobs. You don't see oh, hers. Oh, oh, oh. Dibs. Maybe Jennifer Beals just didn't want to. Yeah, well, they had no chemistry. <laughs> Nicolas Cage wanted her off the movie, said he didn't really? understand why she was being cast. He wanted a different woman to be <laughs> played as that role. He said she's not sexy. Wow. Well. 
And I don't, I don't think she's ugly at all. I think no, she's I plenty think, sexy. I don't she, think there's anything wrong with the way she looks. Yeah, before this, she <laughs> played the Bride of Frankenstein. She oh, went from the Bride of Frankenstein oh, to yeah. a vampire. Yep. <laughs> but he had such a hard time getting into like a sexual mood apparently for the for their <laughs> scenes together that they had to <laughs> cover his toes in yogurt so that he could feel sexual. That's oh, another a Nicolas Cage demand. If we're gonna have a sex scene, I want my feet to be covered in yogurt. Oh. And it sounds like I'm making that up. What? <laughs> Not something I found. <laughs> it is something I found. <laughs> So at work, he's there's this huge thing because he's a literary agent, which I guess means he doesn't have to do anything because his job is just nothing. Yeah, pretty much. They're just yelling at Alva about finding <laughs> the Rattlesnake Hills contract from 1963. Yeah. It's like this huge deal. He needs it because this client is one of their best clients. He wants to frame this contract that the first one he ever got. But and then you find out the guy's like, "Hey, no rush, you know, whatever." If you find it, I know it's old, so I know, and he's like pressuring her so bad. To get it. <laughs> it's like the biggest thing for him. Yep. I think he just enjoys torturing Alva. Yep. Because <laughs> he enjoys torturing women. Because he's a bad person. I, I get, I get the idea of what he was trying to do, but he went too far with it. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an example of a, of an actor feeling way too big for his britches. This, <laughs> yeah. this movie is me. I'm this movie. So anything I say goes. And then yeah. what happens is you're not listening to anyone else's input. So you make this. Yep. Yeah. Usually a movie's like a collaboration. See, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to blame <laughs> him again. And again, I don't think it's just his fault. No, it's the writing too. The writing was the story's great. bad. The director. I mean, I don't know a lot of what this director's made before or after that. They try to blame the reason this is a flop. On the fact that it came out the same exact weekend as 1989 Batman. Which well, that, hey, you know what? No matter what movie you're making, if you're coming out the same weekend as the 1989 Batman, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. Because that movie was That's huge. True. But if they came out a year after that, this movie still sucks. Yeah. It's not that movie's fault at all. This is one of those movies that got a cult following for the wrong reasons. <laughs> It's just Cage. It's Cage. <laughs> and he hates that. He's like, yeah. this is my favorite movie I ever made. I cared oh, I so much about it. But to this day, he'll still say he wants like the director's extended cut uh -huh. released. <laughs> but the only reason this is being talked about is the just craziness of his, the memes of him acting yeah, yeah. in it. And he, he like discourages that. He's like, I don't, I don't like those at all. Reciting the whole alphabet in front of the yeah, that's stupid therapist. It's a dumb thing you chose to do. <laughs> yeah. He brags about that. He does a, a Mick Jagger pose at the end, which, yeah, yeah. that's weird, dude. We did see it. And then he, it, when he, that scene where he's crying and he literally says boo hoo. <laughs> I know. He, he, in the commentary, he's like, yeah, I just took it as a personal challenge to, to actually say boo hoo and get away with it. It's like, yeah, well, you did do it and you didn't get it. We saw you do that. <laughs> yeah. It's the reason we were upset. One of yeah. the many. Getting away with it and it working are two different things. <laughs> See, everything you're talking about, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, okay. I never... <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I remember, like, having... But the memes and stuff, like, I don't watch any of those things, uh, so... Being known for it just doesn't make sense. I just dislike it just for seeing it. Like, you know his face when he's telling Alva that he'll he'll never give anybody else the job. It is her job because it's a terrible job and yeah. he wants her to do it. And his eyes are so wide and crazy. Mm -hmm. That's the That image has been used on the internet just countless times for different scenarios and stuff and in the commentary again he's bragging he's like yeah for this scene i just wanted to see how wide i can get my eyes to freak her out like, yeah well that's a bad choice dude yeah. <laughs> if he didn't do all of those things some of the other things would play he's, like he's really capable of good acting yeah we know this <laughs> i mean i don't know <laughs> he calls this his like laboratory like this was the movie he made where he went to the lab and messed with his acting style and tried all these things yeah <laughs> but i think you should shut that lab down yeah i don't know jim carrey has a laboratory and i love his i don't love this see nicholas cage is weird he's He's like half leading man, half character actor, but yeah. neither half is comedic actor, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think he has that. I think he might be the straight man in a comedy, but... Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think he has the chops for comedic acting. As long as he's not screaming the alphabet. And that doesn't mean I don't like him. I mean, I, I feel the same way about Stallone. There's a reason Stallone's comedies never worked and Schwarzenegger's yeah. comedies were huge. It's because Schwarzenegger has some kind of weird comic timing that's just natural and you, you really yeah. can't teach. 
You were talking about him not wanting Beals in the movie. It says Beerman remembers. <laughs> it says Beal was on cast Monday and began filming on Tuesday. She was a late addition to the original actress, unnamed up and coming actress, pulled out because her fiance didn't want her rolling around in bed with Cage. He says, and then he remembers having a nightmare in which Cage, furious about the casting decision, stuck needles into his eyes. <laughs> the director's having nightmares about him. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. I like his lamp in his office. <laughs> Can we talk about the things I do like? <laughs> yeah. What about Ava never changes her clothes? Like, we're watching this man's life yeah. for like a week, and that, that poor girl is wearing that same dress that I don't like. No, she had one change. When he went and got her at her apartment, she was wearing jeans and a bra and a shirt that had like stripes going down. She says, I have to change before I go back to work. And she changed back into the flower dress. Back into the, yeah. (laughs) I thought I saw her in a green outfit too. Something was all like solid green. She might've been, but she definitely used the flower dress. The flower dress is what I seemed to, yeah, every day she's wearing. (laughs) There's not really a whole lot to talk about, about his work days. Cause it just consists of him screaming at at, at Ava. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. The first and second time that Rachel shows up and gets in bed with him is 100%, you can't convince me otherwise, for sure, this same scene played twice. Probably. Yeah. It's lazy, and it's noticeable. Probably because he didn't want to have to put his yogurt on his toesies again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all out of yogurt, so we can, can we just use the first take? Yeah, even the takes in his office. Maybe that's why she was always wearing the same dress. Because it did all the takes in the office where he was yelling at her at the same day. Yeah. <laughs> and they just never changed costumes. <laughs> now, who's the biggest monster at the job, you think? Who's the worst person at that, that office? The boss for letting this go on. Yeah. Eva went to the boss and told him what was going on. And he just kind of called a meeting and they were all laughing about it. See, I think it's the old lady. Yeah. She's kind of wicked, too, the way she walked out of the bathroom and just left her there. Oh, my God. He's sitting in his office, and he just slowly starts moaning. I can't. I, I want to pronounce that L so bad in her name. Is it Ava or Alva? I think it's Alva. 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 I think I said Ava a few minutes ago. I was wrong. And he just starts <laughs> screaming Alva from his office and then comes out and jumps up on the desk. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> She runs off, chases her into the woman's bathroom, and she's saying, I have a gun in my purse. I will use it. I have a gun. Don't touch me. I'll use it. And that old woman's in the bathroom, and she's just like, what the hell's going on in here? Yeah. Yelling at Alva. Yeah. And then, she, what the fuck is he doing in here? Yelling at Alva. <laughs> then she just straight up spikes the camera, looks right dead through the lens of the camera, and walks out. <laughs> she's horrible. And then the next scene, Alva's out crying or are upset trying to go through files and she walks up are you okay dear fuck you lady just <laughs> left me in there yeah man just chased me into the bathroom and you walk away i mean i don't know she's she's bad they're all bad obviously yeah everybody works at <laughs> company's bad but alba i think <laughs> yeah poor woman and she's just trying not to go back and her mom's like hey you think every, you think i like my boss you gotta go to work yeah now who felt like they think a complete douche after all of it is her brother emilio yeah I mean, he's the only one that did anything, cared any which way. Yeah. He was like a weird <laughs> afterthought in this movie. He doesn't show up until like an hour and 20 minutes in. So he gets bit by the vampire. Yeah, which is not even clear if she's really a vampire. I no, I don't think she's a vampire. She's not a vampire. <laughs> Somebody somewhere bit his neck. Well, he cuts himself shaving that that morning. Oh, was that it? Yeah, yeah, the next morning he cuts himself shaving so and then he starts like, talking to himself. It looked like she himself. was legitimately biting him when they were in bed. Yeah, but I don't believe he ever went to bed. <laughs> I think he's just having hallucinations. Yeah, I think there was they were he was having that dinner with his lunch buddies or his work buddies at that bar. He turns around and is like, "Did you get that joke?" And it's like, "That sucks." Because <laughs> that's what every woman wants to hear. Just, "Did you are you too stupid for that one?" Like, first of all, she wasn't even in your conversation, so leave her the fuck alone. Yeah. I think that's the only time he talks to her. Because even later on, when she sees him, she's like, yeah, Peter, right? How, how you been? But I believe that the, in, the Band-Aid on his neck is covering a shaving cut. The only time we see the bite marks on it is when he's again fantasizing that she's there. Yeah, he was imagining a lot of stuff toward the end. I mean, it, it maybe it could have been different if it was rewritten a few times. <laughs> only way this movie works is if you cast R. Lee Ermey as Peter Lowe. <laughs> yeah. 
That bring berating Alva to a whole new level. Yeah. <laughs> we have that scene at the Munson Diner for just kind of no reason where he's sitting there waiting for his food. He yells at the, the waiter, basically, how long do I have to wait? That waiter is Joseph Minion. That's the writer of the movie. That's like a cameo. Oh, all right. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. The two girls behind him are giggling and laughing. And this is something you wouldn't know unless you looked at the credits. <laughs> Those two girls behind him giggling and laughing are named Jennifer Spinner and Jennifer Butt. <laughs> B-U-T-T Jennifer Butt and Jennifer Spinner The movie ends and I'm just sitting there Quietly looking like just dazed And then I saw in the credits Jennifer Butt And I'm like what? <laughs> Who's that? This is a comedy Yeah <laughs> That's when he goes fucking grease hole I could not figure out how to get subtitles turned on In this one so Yeah me neither <laughs> I don't know that confused me at the end when he was talking to the therapist And he really wasn't that's where you like, got confused. Well, yeah. no, I started thinking back. Like, has he talked to a therapist at all? <laughs> right. Like, he doesn't act like the kind genuinely. of man that does. <laughs> he for sure needed one, but <laughs> it's just the way he walks. I mean, it's everything, <laughs> everything. Pumping his arms ex- extra long strokes when <laughs> he's walking. I, get, I, 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 I like that part. That's yeah. the Nicolas Cage parts I like. I don't like a whole lot. There, she's in a different dress. <laughs> Look at it. Watch her spike the camera. Oh, hello? It looks right down the lens yeah, of the camera. <laughs> and he keeps, like, catching himself. There was, like, what, two or three times in the movie where he, like, decided he was going to try and apologize to Alba? Yeah, but he can't. Yeah, he, just... he does, but then, like, instantly turns back on her again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure they're saying something, right? <laughs> this is saying something, but whatever it is. I feel like the only thing this says is that if you have a mental illness, you need to get help. It is a serious problem, and people shouldn't ignore what's going on around you. Besides her, that has nothing to do with vampires. <laughs> no, there's not, they're not <laughs> vampires. He saw a bat and started thinking vampires. Yeah, because he was already insane. Now, his, <laughs> his facial expressions and the way he moves and acts when he's in that club right before he bites that lady, yeah. I appreciate that. I saw what he was doing, and it made sense. He's playing Nosferatu at that point. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That's where it makes sense. A lot of the motions he made, the way he was walking, it was it's all like directly from Nosferatu. Yeah, and that he would, was watching the movie the night before, yeah. right? And that would play fine if he hadn't already been insane the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, you can you can really push those scenes if they're few and far between. But yeah, I mean, I think something that would have helped a lot is if before he ran into Beals, where she bites him. He was kind of more normal. Yeah. Like after the bat, after the bite, then then start digging into him, starting to go nuts. Yeah, a little bit <laughs> here and there. Not, But I mean, even when Maybe. he's talking to his friends at that meeting, when the, when the boss is like, oh, she asked for a raise. Huh? His yeah. laughing is crazy. Him laughing yeah. with the guys is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should have been more of a slow build to insanity, not... Kind of like they did full with the blown from the start. <laughs> Who about yeah, the yeah. Groucho, Groucho Marx guy at the meeting? Oh, yeah. Just one of the businessmen is like, you've got the big, thick mustache, the glasses, and like, I feel bad for the kid. She takes a subway <laughs> in from Pelham. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know more about his story. <laughs> Even when he's first going up the stairs with, or I guess the second time he meets with Rachel, it's when he called Jackie. He tried to fix the fact that he walked out on her at that museum because he had to go take a piss. <laughs> yeah. He calls her up to meet at nine. He's getting ready to leave and he starts having that weird panic attack. Right. And then as he goes down the stairs, she starts talking from the top of the stairs and leads him back upstairs. <laughs> his face then is crazy. Yeah. He looks so stupid. His mouth's wide open. He's looking dazed forward. And <laughs> what doesn't help is when he's full on, you know, gone, L- loopy, walking through the streets with the stick. Right. He's trying to act crazy, but I don't think that looks crazy. He's acting drunk and tired. Yeah, kind of. You want to watch a leading man act crazy and it's convincing? Watch 12 Monkeys. Watch Brad Pitt play crazy in <laughs> He that was movie. talking to himself the whole time. He was having a conversation with somebody who wasn't there the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he has <laughs> lines to read. He's reading the lines that <laughs> yeah. are in the script, but he's not yeah. acting. Watch 12 Monkeys. Watch Brad Pitt be a crazy person. Yeah. And that is a that's, that's awesome. so natural. Yeah. It does not feel like you're watching a man act crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted more of that. Yeah. Pitt could probably do this role. Yeah. <laughs> he could probably make this movie better. <laughs> He's too busy making good movies. Was it Randy Quaid that was in Inner Space? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. 
Dennis Quaid was originally supposed to be Peter Lowe. Really? And then he he ended up leaving the project to go do Inner Space. Yeah, Inner Space is a lot better than that. Yeah, that's a good choice. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Jackie leaves that note after she gets stood up on his uh Oh yeah. Mailbox and that kind of sets him off again. That's when he destroys his apartment. He tweaked way too hard while reading that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do they set up why he's like that about women? Because he acts the same weird way the therapist mentions it. Like, every time we're done with our sessions, you have to end it before me for some reason. Is there a reason you don't like when I end our sessions? And they don't really touch much on that. They're setting up. Yeah. Maybe there's something to that. And They don't give a backstory at and, all. And then we get this long shot while he's destroying his apartment of, of Alva on the subway. And there's, like, a, a guy singing, you know, with the cup trying to get change from people. Yeah. And the tension's high. They got the music all high and nothing happens. She just rides the subway and that's it. Right. All I really did was show her kind of grasp her purse. Yeah. Which we, I mean, if, if you at, need at, to show at, us. At this point, we already knew the gun was in yeah, there. Yeah. We're going to see it later. It's yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> I would say it feels like they don't need that scene, but it's just, uh, it's yeah, time away from all Peter. The, all the cut scenes added back to the movie. I think they should have cut more. Yeah. <laughs> Like, maybe 50% or so. <laughs> what about when he blames everything on mescaline? Damn, what the hell was that about? Sorry about that, you know, mescaline. It's the last time I'll be doing that. <laughs> that was the, that was the one that time was? Alba agreed with him. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I tried it in high school. <laughs> Why would you say that? I guess it was just a different time. And it was cool to be like, yeah, I do mescaline. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're doing coke and stuff. Yeah. That damn alphabet thing, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. The the hand gestures. He said something about, oh, it was it was expertly choreographed between me and my cat. I don't believe you. I don't believe you choreographed that. What, the, you cat, said the that. alphabet thing? Yeah. Choreographed between him and his cat? Yeah. A, B, C. I've never misfiled anything in my whole life. Never, not once. Throws his hands on his hips. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Mick Jagger thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rachel bites him three times. Right. On the third time is when he watches Nosferatu on TV. And that's when he's like full on gone. Yeah. <laughs> His habits of, of checking the mirror before he leaves the house get slowly more and more crazy. Like the first time he's just trying to look handsome and confident and back straight. And then by the end of the movie, like he, lo- he looks in the mirror and he's just completely lost his neck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's standing sideways. And <laughs> well, at the end of the movie, he wasn't even there. Yeah, but he was. Yeah. And then we get that roach scene. The, the thing everybody thinks about with this movie, him eating that roach. That's gross, man. It's gross <laughs> that he didn't have to do it. The script said it was a raw egg he eats. That was, yeah. He's the one who suggested it. Yeah, <laughs> he chose to do it. And the yeah. director messed with him because the shooting before, he, the director asked him to, every time the director asked him to do like a small change, yeah. he was like, well, then I'm going to do this and do something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and all the director had asked him to do is when he's reading that note from Jackie, the pink piece of paper, can you stand to the left over, or can you walk to the left as you're reading it? He's like, no, I cannot do that. I have to stand still. <laughs> so the next day when he got his roach, which I guess is a water bug, not really a roach, either way, whatever, it's a roach. Kind of looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> the director made him take two takes. I know. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> they had it on the first. <laughs> he made him take a, do a second take, eat, eat a second roach, and then use yeah. the first take. <laughs> and it's real. He's really eating the roach. Yep. <laughs> a little bit of payback. <laughs> It was a business decision. Yeah. I guess the animal rights groups were upset. No, yeah. The director was arguing with him. Do you own a can of Raid? Have you ever used Raid in your house? Yeah. You're going to tell me? (laughs) I feel like of all the things to be upset with, that is It worked. It kind of shut him up. (laughs) It kind of stopped going after him after that. (laughs) Yeah. The the, the animal rights people should have been like, we're not upset about the roach. We're upset about, why did you make this movie? (laughs) I mean. It sets bats in a bad light. (laughs) Literally, you have other countries that eat bugs all the time in their candies. I don't see the difference. You can get chocolate crickets and spicy ants or something. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. We'll be eating stuff, man. Yep. Mealworms and all that stuff. What about that bag of soup he brings to A? A Yeah, what the hell was that? I don't know. I brought soup. It looked like a like a dressing packet you get at a rest- yeah. restaurant with a takeout salad. <laughs> like one of those single serve cocos or something. It's just a white packet. Just that like a little envelope. What the hell kind of soup was that? That's when he's calling truce. <laughs> so the whole movie they're kind of teasing this gun she has. 
And then we find out she doesn't have bullets for it. Yeah. So when she calls in sick, he goes to the Rolodex, finds her address, goes to her house with a taxi. And he said, what did he say? It was $20 or something each way? Yeah. 50 bucks altogether, pretty much. Oh, yeah. that was. I think that was after a round trip. Yeah. yeah. Which is why he didn't have enough to buy the vampire teeth. But you show his <laughs> wallet. I see the credit card. He's a literary agent, business exec, like, has his own office. He can't go. He can't use a credit card. I guess not. <laughs> can't go to an ATM, pull some cash. Oh, do, they, do they have ATMs in 89? I don't know. Definitely not. I think they're still using when you put your credit card in. It was the paper one that went through. Uh, I, see, I was born in 89, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I, I had a credit card in 89. <laughs> yeah. He makes that comment. I just show that 50 bucks to get you back here, Elvis, Alva, so you better make it worth it to me. It's probably more than she even was going to make in that day. Yeah, definitely. Even though she stayed until, what, 3 o'clock the night before? Mm-hmm. She says she stayed till 1 in the morning looking for the file, still hasn't found it. And at no time is he ever understanding about that. No. It's like, you should have found it yesterday. Yeah. But this is all he does. Like, yeah. that's his job, is just sit in his office, yell at Ava about this file. Yeah. When she finds the file, if he hadn't gone completely crazy, then what would he do? Yeah. Aside, aside from the other executives of this company, you, he doesn't have meetings with anybody else. No. You don't see him on the phone with anybody else. He's Nothing. never writing nobody, anything. Nobody else is in his office but Ava. Yeah. Or Alva. Damn it. <laughs> she finally finds it. After she, he brings her back right. and late at night, she finds the file. And she's ecstatic to f- found a file, which is, of course, this is yeah. great. You found it. She goes to bring it to his office, and he's already having another vision of Rachel in the office now. Yeah. He opens the door, just wild hair, everything. <laughs> I found it. It's too late. Yep. Yeah. It's not too late at all, yeah. huh? But he's, and then he's doing that weird no, head cock side. There's no real side. deadline to get it. <laughs> it's, like, it's too late, too late. And he's throwing his head back and forth. It's so weird. <laughs> she chases, he chases her down to the basement. And Alva has that line, don't rape me, which I don't think he was going to. No. Until she says that. Then he does. He's like, shoot me or I'll fire you. And she's, she only has blanks. Yeah. So she's just kind of shooting at the ground so you don't don't realize it. Not the floor, me. Then he, in in this comedy, proceeds to slap her and rape her. Yeah. In in this comedy. After he tries to kill himself. Then he does that, right? Yeah, I think think he did it after. Yeah, he gets up, he's crying, he's weird, grabs the gun. And, of course, if you really did shoot a gun, that's bad. (laughs) They They know that. They're prop guys. They know if you shoot a gum of blanks in your mouth, you're blowing the back of your head out. <laughs> and yet they do that in the movie. Why do that in the movie? I get it's rated R so kids shouldn't see it. No, sir, no one should see it. <laughs> it should be rated R for redacted. <laughs> Removed it. <laughs> yeah. But that's hard to say because what if you're like a Nicolas Cage fan and you haven't seen this movie? This is the most Nicolas... You know what? I don't yeah. even agree with that statement. This is not the most Nicolas Cage you'll ever see him because... Even this isn't Nicolas Cage. It's the most off the wall you'll ever see him. And then you got the people out there to argue online. It's like, well, you don't understand. He's he's doing an homage to the black and white silent movies where they had no, to express themselves <laughs> through wild face expressions. And, yeah. and guess what? We have sound now. We don't have to do that. No one's done that since we had sound. <laughs> and even when they did do it, they didn't do it that way. Not, yeah, not as crazy as him. I watched Charlie Chapman. He didn't do it that way. Shoots himself in the mouth, and he's just taken off running through the streets. Just, I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! With his hands down, all weird. The director asked him to, can you not run so fast? I'm having a hard time tracking you on camera. So he's like, fine, if I can't run that fast, then I'm going to run like this. And he does like the weird hands out crazy, (laughs) just being shitty. Just because he can. Just because he got some kind of critique. (laughs) Now he's sleeping under his couch. He's made his little coffin. Yeah. In the destroyed apartment. Glass everywhere. Yeah. Alva's at home. We're seeing little scenes with her and, and the family. Mom's trying to get her to open the door and come <laughs> eat breakfast. She's not coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Emilio checks on her. She won't answer the door for him. Then he sleeps like for an entire day. Which a lot of the time of this movie is just exterior shots of New York with like the sun going up or going down or streets with traffic and... That adds time to it. Yeah. I feel like the whole time frame of the movie was roughly like a week, maybe. 
Yeah. It's such a very quick descent into insanity. I think his best acting is in the shower. Oh, yeah. When he's talking to the woman that's not there and he's like, come on in. Ooh, careful. Like all that. That's That feels real. Like I really feel like he sees the person. That's that's the best acting in the movie, I think. And then you get the yeah. mirror shots. He wakes up and that's when he's on the mission that he needs to eat. He's gone from eating pistachios to eating roaches to now I'm going to eat pigeons. There you go, Omer. I truthfully didn't feel like I needed to see this. This is horrible. We all did. And he did it twice. <laughs> but you know what? I bet you that was crazy back then, and it is kind of weird to look at now, but since this movie has come out, we have had Fear Factor yeah. as a show <laughs> just that, that America watched, and I watched them eat cave spiders. Those are way worse. <laughs> yeah, what do they call them? African cave-dwelling spiders? Oh, my God. Look like alien spiders. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to that pawn shop, gets the $3.50 vampire teeth, the plastic white garbage <laughs> ones. Yeah. I mean, is that where the comedy is? Is that the funny part? Maybe. I mean, if he really thinks he's turning into a vampire, why does he need to go buy fake teeth? Yes. He goes, sits at the park bench, rips open the, the open paper. It's a paper bag with a top. Just a regular paper bag. And he rips it open. Yeah. <laughs> and just leaves the garbage on the ground, which that's against the law. <laughs> that's littering, and that's a criminal offense, arguably. He kills a woman in a nightclub. I don't think he cares. He does do that later, too. And he has done a rape. Yes. I do appreciate that they don't do the rape scene the way you would think this movie is going to do the rape scene. Like, it's shot in a way where you don't... She kind of faints, and by the time he's doing anything to her, he's seeing Rachel, we're seeing Rachel. Right. It's not grotesque. Yeah, for the most part, you're really just kind of seeing him nuzzling her neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's the idea that he's raping her. I wasn't, I wasn't sure bad. if he was trying to bite her or not. Yeah. <laughs> that that at least was generous to not... I bet you that's the scenes he wants back in. Yeah, I'm so sure. mad they cut out the best part, my best work, <laughs> with me and Alva in the basement with the pigeons. <laughs> we don't see him eat the pigeon either. I bet you that got cut. Probably. I can't believe they cut out my pigeon fight. <laughs> and the commentary... The director's like, so when he's trying to catch the pigeon, he's like, so what were you thinking when you caught this pigeon? He's like, oh, I don't know. I just, I just caught it. He's like, yeah, but you know, the only reason you caught it is because it was drugged. Yeah. You knew that, right? Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) You thought you just caught a pigeon. You thought you were such a good actor that you could just catch a pigeon. He says that to him and you can hear Nicolas Cage getting weird about it. Like even in the commentary, he's, you can tell he's on the defensive the whole time. He doesn't feel good about it. When the movie ends, the commentary, he's just like. Okay, well, thank you, bye. And just leaves. Like, he didn't want to do it. Well, it's for sure one of his most critiqued movies. <laughs> I don't know when they did the commentary, but I'm assuming it was long after the movie was released. Yeah, I think it was for the Blu-ray release. <laughs> so he's probably already on defensive about it. He goes to the club and gut checks the bouncer to get in. I don't feel like you should have been able to do that. <laughs> Is that the one that he punched? Yeah. Yeah, they say he punched him, like, way too hard. Of course he did. <laughs> Also, this is a New York City just devoid of police. There yeah. are no police in this movie. They do not exist. He he bites that lady, rips her neck open, kills her. In the middle of a club on a in couch. In the middle of a busy club, then continues to be in the club. He doesn't leave. <laughs> Covered in blood. Covered in blood. <laughs> acting insane. Yep. Yelling at people, starting fights. Screaming at Beals that she's a vampire. And then the next day we see a newspaper. It's like strange disco death. Mysterious murder at nightclub. No yeah. one knew who did that? <laughs> yeah. Not one person mentioned the, the guy covered in blood leaving. Yeah, screaming. Or, or getting, I, getting thrown out. Yeah, the guy who's thrown <laughs> out and screams, I am a vampire. I can prove it. Does anybody have a gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know who did this to her. <laughs> this, this, this is a cold case. Never going to be solved. So mysterious. <laughs> He rounds a corner. The sun's coming out. He starts freaking out. Oh, no. (laughs) The torches of the damned. (laughs) Finds that pallet laid up against a building and starts trying to break off a piece to stake himself. That's a waste of a good pallet, man. There's a lot of stuff you can make with pallets, man. You can make smaller pallets. (laughs) (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) I was going to say, I like in the club when Rachel walks up on him and starts calling him disgusting and antisocial and you know I, I you disgust me spits on him yeah and he's like you're you're with me because that's what she was saying you're with me now 
you're with me, remember? And then it's like, it doesn't feel like it. Does it, Donald? And he shows up. No, it doesn't feel that way at all. <laughs> that is weird, though. Yeah. No I think that's a vision as well. I don't think he does. I think when he when Donald says that, all smirk, and they walk out laughing, I don't think that actually happens. Because then he goes out on the dance floor and yanks her arm, and she's like, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, I guess I remember you. Yeah. And she doesn't have vampire teeth. Yeah. It's so weird, man. Yeah, when it becomes like blatantly obvious that he's hallucinating this stuff is when he's talking to the psychiatrist at the end. Yeah, because he had made that appointment. <clears throat> he's like, I need to see you earlier. Yeah. And then she has like a weird guy with her at her apartment, like yeah. some just stud. <laughs> I mean, the coolest part of this movie is Emilio's car. <laughs> How dope was that car? Yeah, my mind just kept going to Night Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing the music in my head and everything from the opening scene. Is anyone else dying? Heat. It's hot. It is, yeah. It's so hot. We can take a little break. Is this a real movie or did we all just have a weird reaction to something we ate? <laughs> <laughs> so we know he did kill that woman because later we see a shot of the newspapers saying she is dead. So he yes. did kill that right, lady. Yeah. I don't know. Unless he imagined that too. Maybe. Although that seemed to be a genuine scene because uh, Beale's character didn't recognize him. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet you the script didn't even call for any of this. Like it was like, okay, for this scene, you're you're starting to get a little irritated that Alva hasn't found the file yet. All right, and action, Alva, you dumb bitch! <laughs> like, no, Nick, no. <laughs> I just feel like it was all him, man. Yeah, I mean, the director director was having nightmares about Cage attacking. Him. <laughs> when we did First Blood. We talked about how Stallone wanted to bury the film. He didn't like the first cut that was three and a half hours long. He's like, right. is there any way we can buy this and burn it before it gets put out there? Yeah. How did no one decide to do that with this one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We've done movies that were like cult following, had cult followings before, but not for the same reason this one does. I disagree with its <laughs> cult status. Yeah. I think watching this makes you really have to ask yourself if you are a Nicolas Cage fan. Because I did. Yeah. I love Nicolas Cage. I love Nicolas Cage movies. I love his overacting at some points in movies. Yeah. I do enjoy it. This made me question that. It was just that. so much. Did, do you really like this guy? <laughs> <laughs> do you hear all the stuff about his cat? I think I think I like him when he's no. being directed and not directing himself. When he's, wor- when he's <laughs> being a team player and working yeah. along. A- yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is... I like the National Treasure movies. Oh, of course. Yeah. I love National Treasures. I love Con Air. Yeah, yeah. Face Off. Yeah. I know that one's goofy and and could be called a bad movie, but I love it. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) I even got a kick out of that weird Five Nights at Freddy's movie he did. Wally's Wonderland or Willie's Wonderland? (laughs) The movie he spoke zero words? Yeah, he's just kicking the shit out of animatronic things. I love it. It's cool as hell. Animatronic zombies or whatever they were. (laughs) I'm I'm game. This, though, this I find criminal. (laughs) Now, I know we're going to have a lot of people that are going to disagree with this one. And any emails can be sent to matpod at mail.com. Just send it. (laughs) Let me know why we're wrong on this one. We got a shorter email. There will there, <laughs> there, there will be people who disagree. Yeah. And you know what? I want them to make themselves known so I can ban them from the RSS feed. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy because I, 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 I have to point out the things I liked or else this is just the most negative podcast. And we don't need that right now in the world. Yeah. I did enjoy the difference between him, prim and proper in the therapist's office and him walking the streets just gone. Certain points of that I liked. Yeah. I don't buy he's a crazy person. That's not sold for me. But I do enjoy the differences. Like when the psychiatrist is having him meet Sharon, setting him up on like a date with this woman, which a psychiatrist would never do. It's horrible. Right, yeah. Uh, Set up one patient with another. Yeah. But when he's like, he, he quotes some poem and she, she says who, who wrote the poem. And he's like, incredible. And then it cuts to him in reality. And he's just like. Wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> like practically drooling on himself. Yeah, I got a kick out of that part. <laughs> I guess that's the comedy part. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to tell. <laughs> oh, yeah, the stuff with his cat. I guess the studio were getting complaints from the hotel because his cat destroyed the hotel room. He wouldn't allow room service to come in and clean, and it destroyed the hotel room. They said, oh, it knocked things over, broke things. Are you sure that was the cat? Yep. 
first of all, I don't believe there's enough things in a hotel to break that makes that much of a problem. <laughs> they got like a dresser, a TV. What else Sometimes they got? Sometimes they have lamps and maybe a vase, but usually hotel rooms don't put breakable things in. Yeah, them. they're usually yeah. pretty bare. I'm like, sure that cat pissed and shit all over that room. Some generic painting of a farm on the wall. <laughs> and also, Nicolas Cage broke things. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm sure he was, like, full character rehearsing stuff in, yeah, his, well, in his, his hotel. He said uh, <laughs> that A, B, C, D, E thing, I, I I went through every motion in that with my cat. And, like, no wonder that cat destroyed things, because it must have been that cat. is terrified. Yes, could you imagine? Just, just you're a cat with Nicolas Cage in there, just A, B, C, D, E, F, J, just flailing around all crazy. Is your being in the room next to him? No, <laughs> I'd call the police like Alba said she was going to do and never did yeah. like the way the old woman should have done when she was in that bathroom instead of spiking the camera. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> I have three cats. I don't tear apart our house. No. So speaking of cats, apparently the scenes where Alba was at home, I guess that house had so many cats living in it that most of the crew and director and everybody were all allergic to cats and it was like horrible for them filming those things. <laughs> That's <laughs> weird. Allergies were all kicking in on everybody. Except for Cage, I'm sure, because he has a cat. Yeah. <laughs> He's only allergic to following the script. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he breaks out in cuffs. <laughs> we meet Sharon, who's like his ideal woman because she's just <clears throat> him. But even that goes sour. He doesn't but, even make a home with her. No. He starts to, before, oh, before I go, there's one more thing. I, uh, I did rape a woman at work the other day. Yeah. She's like, oh, you know, that's just id release. It's no big deal. Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. I wouldn't stress yourself on that. Oh, thank God. I just had to get off my chest. Oh, and one more thing. I did, I, I think I killed a woman the other night. I was a vampire. It was a whole thing. It's a long story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fine. You know, people die in New York every day. Don't worry about it. Go have fun. I'll handle the cops. Yeah. Great. Yeah, he makes it to the stairs of his apartment before he starts arguing with the imaginary woman. (laughs) Does it bother anyone else that his hair stays in place when he's at work and then it's like chopped weird on the sides? It just doesn't look like it could be the same two haircuts. I know it is, but... Yeah, it's like gelled into place when Mm -hmm. he's at work. I used to be a man that had hair and I had some (laughs) crazy-ass hair, but I would gel it to look so in control. But if I didn't have the gel... You didn't see me. It had been all over the place. You didn't see me. <laughs> Shag carpet all over the head. Yes. <laughs> I think that's why he doesn't have a girlfriend when he wakes up in the morning. They see that and they're like, ew. Yep. Yeah, it might have something to do with him screaming. No, I, I think <laughs> it's the hair. I think it's the hair. I don't think it's anything to do with the fact that he's like, he calls four different women cunts in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the hair. <laughs> yeah. So after this, what do you think the chances are of us getting Nicolas Cage to do an interview? Nope. <laughs> Because before this, I thought he was one of the actors we could possibly get. <laughs> you know, because he seems to do everything. In the commentary, when he, he talks about that. it, he really just is sure this is his best work. Yeah. Years later, they asked him, and he still said it was his, his I don't believe favorite him. one. I don't believe he thinks that, unless he really is a crazy he's, person. He's just like trying to like BS everybody into believing that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he knows what a good movie looks like. You can tell from box office sales. Yeah. You made National Treasure. You made Con Air. Yeah. Raising Arizona. You got a... a that was good. He's, he is an Academy Award winner for freaking Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He knows what a good movie yeah. looks like. You can do another one called Leaving Las Vegas? Maybe. I think. <laughs> I don't know. He did a lot of movies. He needs to leave. He's probably done more movies than any other actor. Yeah. He's up there with, like, <laughs> Seagal. Yeah. But... You know, he has a lot of hits, too. Yeah. He he, he he gets it right a lot. Yeah, when he reins it in, he's good. That's why I, I, I went into this like, I'm not just going to crap all over this movie. Because yeah. it's Nicolas Cage, and he doesn't deserve that. But, man. When he reins it in and shows a little <laughs> bit of self-control, he can do great. Yeah. You know, he's he's got the leading man looks. He's But this is just insane. <laughs> I like when he goes insane and face off. Caster Troy as the priest going nuts, oh, grabbing yeah, yeah. The, that all works because later on he's gonna be an actual. Yeah, person. it was kind of a like kind of a slow build to it. This he was just pretty much batshit crazy from the beginning. There's no point. <laughs> At least you know if he's if he's gonna be unlikable and shitty to women and and really bad to everyone, you have to at least make him really good at his job. 
Yeah. Like we have to see him handle things. Right. Yeah. Just efficiently. Instead that, of just yelling at one secretary over yeah, and over again. You yeah. never show that he's good at anything. No. Nope. We had the same problem with The Shining. Not the original, the remake. Because they went straight into him being crazy and like oh, yeah. all out there. Oh, yeah. Well, in the original, I had made a comment that it, it feels weird that at no <laughs> time does Jack Nicholson seem fine before he gets to the hotel. He always <laughs> seems like he's on the verge of breaking something yeah he was like like in the beginning of that movie he was a little too mellow when he was yeah. talking he was talking to the guy who was going to send him there who offered him the job he was just like oh that's so wonderful thank you so much yeah sir. but his face wasn't mellow. <laughs> yeah i remember distinctly his eyebrows were insane when he's like <laughs> that's yeah, just that's great. just jack nicholson's eyebrows yeah I, that's true too <laughs> he's just got that look to him <laughs> i know whatever problem i had with him in the beginning of that movie it I love that movie. It pales in pales comparison. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's doing that weird moaning walk through New York City. And I guess they used a wide lens camera and they were far away from him. So that the people he's interacting with at this point aren't Those actors. are like gener- genuine That's reactions. Cool. <laughs> yeah. When he picks up that stick and he runs at that couple walking. Yeah. He's like, kill me, I'm a vampire. Yeah, that was just a regular the, couple walking. Yeah, the director's like, those were just actual hobos. I don't think they even know they're in a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's looking like maybe somebody didn't hit him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The giant wooden stake <laughs> claiming he's a vampire running towards somebody. The fact that he's never... He's never nice to anyone. He's not good at his job. It's not like he, he's competent. <clears throat> By the time Emilio pushes that steak into his stomach, yeah. I don't know what they thought the audience was going to feel, but all I felt was like, well, thank God. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, finally. <laughs> yeah. I do like Emilio getting in there, though, when he breaks the window. He looks around. looks all calm. And yeah. I thought he was going to be a thing where he can't find him because he's under the couch, but no, nah, he's just like, get up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Flip the couch over. He's just like... Yeah. <laughs> Hissing like a cat. <laughs> and like we're giggling, but we're giggling at us talking. It wasn't funny then either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nearly every scene in this movie just felt awkward. The worst is is the cab ride from Alva's house cuz you just know he can't hold himself together and halfway through he's calling yeah. her a cunt. Yep. It's like, "Ah, dude." <laughs> he choking. He kept choking over and over again throughout the movie. Oh, yeah, the gagging thing that wasn't in the script that he just threw in. I don't know what that was. Yeah. He's in the commentary like, yeah, I don't know why I was doing that. <laughs> I was in a weird place. It did. The one scene that worked was in the cab. It gave Alva the opportunity to stop at that gas station where her yeah. cousin or brother or whoever it was was there. <laughs> I thought he'd be puking because he was eating roaches and pigeons and women's blood <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that, that makes sense, but he, I think he did it a couple times before that. He did, and there's never anything coming out of his mouth. It's no. not He never pukes. It's just him pretending to puke. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had fake vampire teeth. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm pretty sure they're not strong enough to punch holes in people's necks. No, no and he, he doesn't use out. it. He takes them out when oh, he breaks her neck. Yeah. He puts it back. It's like, what the... F- why? <laughs> Why'd you even buy them to begin with? Right. <laughs> wow. Those fiberglass teeth did look dope. For 20 I bucks, like I'd have got them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know whose teeth I didn't like was was uh, Rachel's. Yeah. Her vampire teeth just seemed dull. Yeah, I think she just had like the little clip-on ones, clips on each individual tooth. Yeah. I've had the ones that you have to, they come with like the spirit gum that you mold to your teeth. so that they're I've always seen those, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Heat it up a little bit. It's like the mouthpieces they use for football. Mm-hmm. He's definitely more Renfield than vampire in this <laughs> yeah. movie. He well, probably could have been a great Renfield in a B- B- Dracula movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a character actor. Yeah. Renfield was always off. <laughs> so, any favorite scenes? Nope. <laughs> I like the part toward the end when uh, all the all the actors' names started rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> yep. Man. Uh, I knew this question was coming. <laughs> I don't know. One of, the, one of the best scenes, I think, is probably when Alba was talking to her cousin. And he, she was starting to explain to him what he was doing. Oh, when she breaks down to Emilio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That You know, because they're actors acting in, in a real <laughs> convincing way. Yeah. She looked like she was genuinely crying. <laughs> yeah, the best scene in the movie is like just... Oh, a, she was probably a, crying a, because she was in this movie. Blah scene from any other movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one, man. <laughs> I know. I guess... Maybe the creepy old woman walking out of the bathroom. I hated it! She spikes the camera! I mean, it's 
It's bad funny. As I mean, like, yeah. This isn't the kind of movie you're supposed to break that fourth wall, though. No. <laughs> There's enough going on. Yeah. He does it, too. When he walks in to the woman at the table before he bites her neck, he looks back at the camera at us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Giddy's doing, like, a Nosferatu thing. There's a very famous scene of him looking. Looking at, back over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, favorite scene. I guess it's the stuff with him walking and cutting between the therapist. That That feels like at least I understood what they were trying to do, and it kind of worked. Yeah, we were at the end when he was hallucinating the therapist. Yeah. Yeah. Which, honestly, I don't, I can't tell. There's not enough info in the movie to be able to tell whether or not he hallucinated the therapist the whole time. From the beginning. <laughs> I don't know. How much How much thought do you want to put into it, though? Not that yeah, much. No. I feel bad about giving <laughs> low ratings to other movies because of watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Least favorite scene. Uh, Least. After they say the name of the movie and before the credits. That <laughs> would- part. Yo, you just reached into my brain because <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> no, nah, it's the rape thing. Yeah, that's my that's least favorite. Pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Especially that she says, "Don't rape me" out of nowhere. It's like, hey, <laughs> you aren't thinking about stealing all this money in my wallet, are you? Yeah. What money? Are you going to rob me? Or are you going to beat me up? No, it's immediately goes to don't rape me. Yeah. <laughs> when she said that, I just kind of sighed. I'm like, oh, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> you giving the man ideas. <laughs> Uh, favorite scene, Emilio stabbing him with the stick in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. I changed it. Yeah, that's my favorite scene. Yeah, when you knew he wasn't coming back. He's not going to get up again. <laughs> we get that little scene of Rachel saying, dream of me, my angel. I guess they had to put some kind of point on the end. I really I really think you could just have him get stabbed and that's done. I don't even want him to see her again. I don't want him to have any relief. <laughs> so... Rating this thing before our next picks. Rating. Scale from 1 to 10. <gasps> 1 being the worst scale you give this point you give this movie. But I was giving it a 0. Ooh, that's not going to fit on the scale, though. I don't know where we put that. Minus 1, then. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was going to give it a 9. I'll yeah. Wait, no, wait, no. Point nine. Oh. <laughs> I'll go 10 on this one. Perfect yeah. 10. Full, full steam. Yeah, no, it's definitely in single digits. I don't know. It's a three from me, dog. <laughs> it's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> yeah, I would say three. I feel like we've given other movies threes, and they were ten times better. Have I given a three before? That's low. I feel like five or four is about as low as I've dared to go. Uh, yeah, I think one of the lowest ratings we got was from James on, on that movie I picked. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> oh, The Prophecy? Yeah. He hated it. Yeah, he didn't like it at all. I think that's a better movie than this Would one. He, rate that? he rated that a three, didn't he? Yeah. If that's a three, <laughs> then this is a one. <laughs> yeah. I don't like saying it's a one because I think I think Alva did good. I enjoyed, like you said, the scene between her and her brother there, Emilio. Right. That was kind of convincing. People worked on this movie <clears throat> yeah, I'm a one. I'm a one. <laughs> Don't watch it. It'll ru- it'll ruin Nicolas Cage for you. Yeah, it's not worth it. He's done better movies since this. Yeah, and, and before he's done it. better movies before this. But he's also done bad movies since this. I don't know if he's ever gotten <laughs> as low as, as this, but one. not as bad. Yeah, <laughs> this one has a six out of ten on IMDb somehow. Really? I think it's this later on people going in and voting. Well, which I disagree with you. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll give it a two because of the car. <laughs> I do like the car. Farber. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> it's a two for me. Solid two. I'm sticking with it. I feel like I'm the only one that gave an honest number. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely lower single digits, but I, I, I don't want to say one. But then I feel like two might be high. <laughs> I feel like if he lives at the end, it's a one. Yeah. But the fact that he dies, we get to watch him die. That's the satisfaction two. of that ending yeah it's a two for me so it's time for us to pick our next movie yeah been thinking about the theme bob won the vote last time so he gets to pick the theme for our next films could robots be a theme i think it's a theme robots sounds good we'll go with robots all right i know my pick i don't even gotta think about it yeah i I got mine already too oh are we gonna say let's say at the same time one two three Robocop. Battery's not included. Uh, (laughs) I think he took Sylvia's. (laughs) I have no idea robot ones. Although Robocop's not a robot, is he? He's more of a cyborg or an android. Yeah, he's part human. 
I mean, we could include that. No, it's not. I'm not going to do RoboCop. <laughs> it'd be, I don't it'd think be it's harder to find a picnic. There is a robot in it because <laughs> that thing that shoots the guy, that's, that's a robot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. The theme is robots? Yeah. Right. There's, there's a few I'm, I can think of off the top of my head. But. I, I know my choice. I take back RoboCop. Yeah. Rocky Four. <laughs> Hello, Polly. Oh God. There's a fucking robot in that movie. <laughs> there is. <laughs> what was the one with Eddie Murphy? Pluto oh, Nash. That one. That's not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so Pluto Nash, Rocky Four, or Batteries Not Included. Right. I have seen that one recently. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I think Johnny Five's a better one. Short circuit, but yeah. that's fine. I guess I'm just checking to make sure you didn't mean short circuit before no. we go with okay. <laughs> I, I thought of what movie I wanted to do, and then I decided what the theme was. All right, well, that's it for us, folks. We we had our thoughts on the movie, but everyone else has different opinions. <clears throat> you can let us know on Twitter at movies against, on Instagram movies against. Our vote will be on the Twitter for a week. There, uh, pick pick Rocky Four. <laughs> We've done Rocky and Rocky 2, right? Yeah. This is unprecedented. How are we going to skip one? Uh, because it's a robot. <laughs> There's no robots in Rocky 3. Yeah. Uh, we said it earlier, but just to repeat it, our email is matpod at mail.com. It's just the shortest I could have made it. <laughs> oh, please rate and review on your podcast app. It really helps us out, and we could we could use some more reviews. I mean, we... Rate, review, like, share, all of that. Oh, yeah. Share it with a friend. <laughs> Someone you know that loves Vampire Kiss that you just kind of want to shut them up. <laughs> have them listen to this episode. Yeah. That's just all I have for this one. I, I don't... I keep wanting to think of a redeeming quality, and I don't have it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the redeeming quality is he did better movies after this. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> like I said, though, I never saw it before. I had only heard about it. I heard that he said it was his favorite movie, so I don't know. One of my favorite things from that watching this I movie, though, <laughs> I, I did want to bring up, is you get commercials, and right. you oh didn't God. you didn't get this commercial, but me and Sylvia both did, <laughs> and I have to play it because it was wild. I don't know if it's a newer or an older commercial, but this one came on a couple times. I'm just gonna play it, Armin. You know the words. <laughs> Tutorials for the masses for doing brows and curling lashes, but influencers won't mention me. Is the word pubic blasphemy? Yeah, you could ask your mama. Who wants that kind of trauma? Hope can be found for your pubic mouth. It's time to care for your pubic hair. However you care for your pubic hair. I'm not ashamed. My pubic hair, I celebrate every hair down there. If it's shaved, it's waxed, or full of hair, it's my body and it's self care. Since history, there's been a stigma, see. If you say pubic, then you're dirty. Like but it's your choice and it's your voice, so away with that. And let's make some noise. It's a fucking banger. <laughs> See the step one, then the step two. Venus has the tools so you can do you. 